across America and around the world. This is Veterans Radio. This is Veterans Radio. Welcome to Veterans Radio. I am Jim Fawson. I'm the officer of the deck today. We've got some great programs for you. I think you'll find very interesting. We always want to remind you, you can find more about Veterans Radio at its Facebook site or at the web. VeteransRadio.org is our new URL, VeteransRadio.org. Where we're on the web 24-7, you can find a lot of our podcasts there as well. We post new ones every Tuesday, so you can get a new story, a new interview, something you didn't know before by going to veteransradio.org. And before we get started, we want to thank our sponsors. First up, we want to thank National Veteran Business Development Council, nvbdc.org. It was established to certify both service-disabled and veteran-owned businesses. You'll find out how they can help your business by going to nvbdc.org. We want to thank Legal Help for Veterans. Legal Help for Veterans fights for veterans' disability rights all across the nation. You can reach them at 800-693-4800 or on the web at LegalHelpForVeterans.com We want to welcome to Veterans Radio today a couple of representatives from the nonprofit Zero Day, which our veteran radio listeners are going to listen uh, and learn about. Uh, we've got Nate Cropsey on. Nate, welcome to Veterans Radio. And Jim Dentler. James, welcome to Veterans Radio. Appreciate it. Thanks. Well, let's, uh, let's start with this. I'll, I'll give a little bio on both of you guys, and then I'm going to ask uh, one of you to talk about Zero Day a bit and how you got involved. But uh, Nate is a uh, Marine who is now with the Michigan Army National Guard in the role of a chaplain. Uh, that's an interesting transition. And, and with Zero Day, he's the director of uh, veteran support uh, projects. Uh, James Dentler is with the, uh, full-time with the Michigan Air National Guard but uh, spends his passionate time with the assistant manager of outdoor adventure therapy for Zero Day. Zero Day started in uh, about uh, 2012 uh, with Chuck Ems and Tim Honeycutt getting together and saying, hey, there's a homeless veteran problem we've got to tackle, and they started tackling it. Um, It's really expanded over the uh, uh, 10, 12 years at this point. Uh, Nate, why don't you start? Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Zero Day. Yeah, so uh, I got involved with Zero Day. Um, I was post post my active duty time in the Marine Corps and uh, was going to school and trying to find out kind of where I fit and uh, met this uh, guy, Tim Honeycutt, and he basically said, hey, do you want to go on a hunting trip? And uh started researching zero day a little bit, find out what they do. And, uh, it was kind of all, all downhill from there. I rode out in the vehicle with Tim about a 20 hour trip one way and just asked him all sorts of questions, got to know him and find out uh, what zero day is about. And then, uh, locked him in the truck for about a 20 hour drive on the way home and to figure out how I can be part of it. And, uh, so zero day, we do a whole bunch of different things. Um, 
I work with a lot of our veteran support programs. Um, we have our headquarters at Silver Star Apartments in Battle Creek, Michigan. Um, down there, Silver Star Apartments houses um, 175, has 175 units that house veterans that have been homeless or struggling with homelessness and um, do some, some therapy down there. We do um, our outdoor adventure um, therapy and recreation. Um, but what I've found probably the biggest thing about Zero Day is it meets our, meets our veterans where they are, um, wherever they are in life, figure out what their current reality is, and then we help them transition to focus on a personal life vision and build a bridge from where they are to where they want to go. Well, you know, it's great timing here that uh, this started with a hunting trip. Uh, we're, we're talking to Nate and James uh, during uh, deer hunting season. Nate's already reported he's uh, uh, got a couple in the in the freezer this morning, so uh, one for him and one from another uh, guy. Um, uh, James uh, is going out hunting later again uh, today. So, uh, James, why don't we start with how did you get involved with uh, Zero Day? Well, Jim, I appreciate it. Uh, I think this the story is is almost identical, actually. So, a, a, another uh, zero day member um, approached me and said, "Hey, you you know you want to go out to want to go out to Utah and go on an archery elk hunt?" And I said, "Yeah, but you know I've been I've been married for twelve years and I I work for the government, so I can't really afford to go out to Utah and go elk hunting." Um, and he's like, "Oh, it's all paid for." And I said, "Okay, what's the catch?" Um, and so the same thing, I, I rode out to, uh, to Utah, it's a 20 hour drive in a vehicle. And I asked a bunch of questions and then didn't really get too many answers from the people I rode out there with, but then I rode back with Nate uh, and a couple other, uh, zero day guys and, and got some more answers. Um, and, and, you know, prior to, prior to zero day, I'd been involved in some other nonprofits. Um, and honestly, like I'm not, I won't name any names, but honestly, I haven't. I, uh, I wasn't very impressed. Um, there was, there was some, some times where I thought that veterans were uncomfortable and that sometimes they were being used as, as PR tools. Um, and, uh, and I, I just wasn't okay with that. So I, um, I was kind of leery going into to zero day, but I very quickly found out that, uh, that the camaraderie and the sense of belonging that you get from, from zero days is absolutely what, you know, veterans that are coming off active duty, what they, what they're seeking. Um, so, you know, being in the outdoors, that's, uh, that's my wheelhouse. I, I love it. And, uh, the outdoor adventure therapy stuff. And I think Nate can, can probably attest to this is it, it, it makes a huge impact. Um, I think it allows veterans to, to open up, you know, when you get uh, another vet who's stubborn and prideful and, you know, doesn't want to, you know, air out their dirty laundry and let them know or let somebody else know that they need help, it's easier for them to talk to somebody well, that's somewhat other other, the- other stubborn and prideful and hard, grumpy uh, veterans. I think you've, <laughs> exactly. you've just characterized exactly. all of them. <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, I guess what I see is I see the outdoors, whether it's, I mean, we, we're, we're fishing, we're camping, um, we're, we're doing hunting, you know, whatever, what, whatever we can do in the outdoors. Um, I see it as an avenue to let veterans open up and, uh, 
and and let us know what what kind of help they need and and most of the time you don't get that unless you're sitting by a fire at base camp uh having a conversation you know and and james uh there's a lot of you know real empirical research that uh, the therapeutic value of this outdoor therapy whether it be hunting or fishing um and Zero Day is not just here in Michigan. Uh, give us give us some breadth and scope of the outdoor adventure therapy uh, programs that you've been a part of. Um, so, yeah, we uh, we take we take an annual trip uh, to the uh, Uinta Mountains in Utah. We do a an archery elk hunt. Uh, usually, that season is about twenty five days, um, and veterans will stagger in throughout the 25 days. Obviously we're not asking them to leave their, their jobs and their family for, for that entire time. But we usually, um, they stagger in and out and, uh, Tim Honeycutt, the CEO, he'll, uh, he typically stays out there for the entire time. Um, and we've had, we've had some pretty good success this year. Um, uh, I think we took 11 or 12 vets, correct me if I'm wrong, Nate, but I think we took 11 or 12 and we had two, um, two elk harvested um so that was that was a pretty uh an amazing trip uh, also we've had uh we just sent i think four or five vets to kentucky on a bear hunt um we had we had one successful harvest there um we've done some um some hog hunting down south i can't remember if that was i, I wasn't a part of that nate was that south carolina north carolina where where was that yeah, that was down in the Georgia area. Okay, so I stand corrected. Apparently, I'm not very good with a map, but um, yeah, there were some um, down in Georgia. So it, there's no there's no boundaries to zero day or or the zero day outdoor adventure therapy uh, program. We uh, we try to get out there as much as we can, and uh, we've had numerous opportunities to get vets um, out hunting, and then. Um, every year I, I started, this is, this year will be our third annual. We do a winter, a winter camping thing, uh, up, up North. Uh, it's just one of those bucket list things that I wanted to do. And we have a great time. We've done some, um, we just go up and we set up a couple tents and put some heaters in them and, and we hang out we go coyote hunting and we hang out by the fire. And it's been, uh, it's been a pretty amazing experience. So this year in February, it'll be our our third year of doing that. I haven't gotten Nate to go yet. I think he's afraid of the cold. Well, you know, yep. those uh, Marines, you know how they are. They, they're very delicate. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, as I said, Zero Day kind of started attacking the homeless problem that it saw in the Lansing area, and it's been involved in a lot of different, uh, with a lot of different organizations on housing issues and construction projects. Nate, can you talk any about that? Um, yeah, some of it that happened up in Lansing was uh, just a little bit before I actually came on with Zero Day. Um, but I know that Tim Honeycutt, when he started with uh, with his partners, their their intent was to uh, begin teaching the construction trades to the veteran population in Lansing, and uh, they would take on um, they would take on projects and have those veterans come out and actually learn construction skills on the jobs um that that zero day was taking on and now with our headquarters in battle creek um the the apartment complex there has 175 units 
And in order to live there, you have to be a, uh, a veteran, a honorably served vet. And uh, you also have to struggle with the homelessness side of things. So uh, that facility is, is usually 80, 80 to 95% full. Um, a lot of vets from Michigan, we've, when I first started working there, we had vets that were World War II era um, that were living there at the time. And uh, now we actually just got a grant that is uh, a, a grant to help with the homelessness side of things as well. So hopefully here in the next, uh, the next several months or so, we'll be starting another project. Um, we'd like to focus on single family dwellings because we're finding more and more um, families with, with kids that are dealing with the homelessness side of things. So we, we see that need and we're, we're trying to step into that arena and uh, provide some more housing for them as well. Well, I think that's something that a nonprofit like Zero Day can be more nimble about. Um, certainly homelessness among female veterans who often come along with some kids in tow don't fit the model of, well, we've got a one unit uh, that you can go to. There, uh, you really need that uh, single family house for, the, for that kind of situation and that type of veteran, don't you? Yeah, you, you really do. Um, otherwise, you end up having you having several families that are letting the letting the veteran and their kids crash on the couch or in the basement, something along those lines. But um, living on top of each other, it, it adds to some of the different issues that we struggle with with veterans, with the the anger, the post traumatic stress, any of those um, underlying factors that make it a little bit more difficult to stay in a house. Nate, tell us some more about, uh, because beyond uh, construction and helping uh, vets get jobs and in that field and everything sort of associated with that uh, housing issue, uh, you've got a pretty wide uh, array of veteran support programs. Can, can you talk about what Zero Day does in that area? Yeah, so uh, a lot of our support programs actually they, they kind of uh, touch each other, I guess you'd say. Like the the outdoor adventure side that James is um, very intricately working in, um, we use that as a maybe as a, an incubator for some of the other activities that we have going on. For instance, we have a we have a family program that we do where we we teach evidence based practices for for healthy parenting, um, and we use that to. Uh, well, we use that to help soldiers and, and veterans become better parents because they, they want to be a good dad or a good mom. And one of the ways that we can help um, supplement that or encourage that is having them go out and do do a fishing trip together or do a, um, a, a bow hunt together or something like that. But the, the programs are distinctly separate. Um, we also are, we've just rolled out a, a new, uh, a new system. It's, we call it the NOS system. It's a, a mental health assessment and a social determinant assessment. And the social determinant piece is what are the resources in the community that might help offset some of the anxiety, some of the stress. Um, let's say we have a veteran that's trying to keep a roof over their heads and they're struggling to uh, to keep the lights on. Well, based off of their zip code, we can begin to work with that veteran on finding additional resources to help keep the lights on, keep uh, keep a roof over the head and that type of thing. Yeah, and I want to touch on both of those things for a minute because as you talk about be, being a healthy parenting and saying, hey, we're going to take the whole family out on a fishing trip or a bow hunting trip, 
part of what you do here is take the financial pressure off so that they can actually enjoy that trip, uh, which mm-hmm. they probably wouldn't be able to do without the financial support, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And on the, on the mental health side of things, I think there's a lot of services out there, but the challenge is always that connection or networking to the appropriate uh, available providers. And it sounds like that's what you're doing is, is not so much recreating the, the whole mental health uh, therapy uh, environment or ecosystem, but making sure that veterans who need that help, can mm-hmm. you kind of plug them into it, if I understand it. Yeah, so we we try to we try to use our network to um, to help those soldiers and veterans actually be able to walk through the door, knowing that this entity that they're going to talk to is a veteran friendly entity. Um, the other side of that is with uh, with James and what he's doing at the outdoor recreation side or outdoor therapy side, is the the research is showing that um, I think it's a, a half hour a day, half hour to ninety minutes a day. Um, like four days, four or five days a week in the outdoors, being engulfed in the outdoors, that actually over time begins to re- reduce post-traumatic, sim- uh, post-traumatic stress symptoms by close to 30%, which is, uh, which is phenomenal. So we begin to take a holistic approach. If you're in the outdoors, if you're in nature, and the stress and anxiety begins to come down, if you are connected with a therapist that's or, or a chaplain or somebody that's willing to talk to you and work through some of the more intricate issues. And you begin to alleviate uh, some of the stressors of everyday life by helping keep the lights on. Well, now we're starting to actually build quality of life for, uh, for our veteran population. I want, I want to point out to veteran radio listeners, because you may know somebody out there who, who needs some help and zero day may be the right place to go to. But what Nate just mentioned and, and James talked a little bit about, too, is that your Zero Day is involved in making sure there's what I call a warm handoff to from the veteran who needs a certain type of uh, assistance to somebody at the other end who's veteran-friendly, who knows how to work with veterans in these kind of situations. It's not walking in and doing a cold call and saying, hey, I need some help. It really is a warm handoff, isn't it, Nate? Um, yes and no. Um, the idea of helping walk them into a place where they, they need help, uh, for sure. The other side is we don't seem to lose too many of our, um, too many of our veterans in the zero day space. Um, James and myself, for instance, once we started getting where we, where we needed to be, um, we began to ingrain zero day into our everyday lives. So even with them going to see uh, a counselor or, um, getting their, their house put back together, whatever it might be, they s- stay in contact with Zero Day in some way, shape, or form. Um, some more than others, some longer than others, um, but I haven't seen too many people that have just walked out of our space and never come back. Well, that's a testament to it, how well it works. J- James, can you talk a little bit about how many outdoor therapy programs Zero Day puts on in a year? Is it two? Is it and how, 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 does, uh, how does the size of the program work, and maybe how many veterans do you get to touch in a year? Um, I, I don't think we have, like, a specific number. We have our annual trips that we do. Uh, I mentioned the, the Utah elk trip and the, the winter camping thing. The Utah elk trip, I think that they've been doing that seven, eight years now, um, pretty close to since the beginning. Um, 
and then you know the the winter camping thing those are are typically the only like scheduled um events that are scheduled annually the rest of the stuff is is mostly based around seasons and and fishing times like whatever the times are available um and what opportunities come our way i think uh you know a lot of everything we do is based off of grant writing um so that you know the fund the funding for a lot of that stuff is is all based off of grant writing um i've done uh i've dabbled a little bit in the grant writing space uh since i got um into into zero day but like you said the intent for that stuff is to uh you know get the families involved actually my wife and i um did a, a fishing a fishing trip last year it was just her and I and uh, a guide that, that zero day um took care of for us and it was pretty awesome my wife tells me I'm a, I'm a better person when I'm in the outdoors and involved with zero day so um I think that uh that the sky's the sky's the limit really I mean we we have a foundation for an outdoor therapy program but if somebody you know had an idea and said hey we want to do a a whitewater rafting trip or we want to do a, you know, we want to hike the Appalachian trail, like whatever the, the, the sky's the limit. I think Tim would, Tim would entertain it and uh, enable us. Like I say, I say this all the time that Tim's an enabler and a lot of times that's, that's taken in a negative context. And in this case, it's not. Um, at, at some point, I think um, you have to sometimes reel in the veterans you know, if you got a guy that's that's working in a in a factory, he's un, un, underemployed, and um, his goal in life in ten years is to be an astronaut heading to the moon. You might need to bring him back down to the reality. But um, for the most part, um, this guy's the limit, and whatever these guys want to do, the network that Nate talked about, um, yeah, him and Nate, yeah, and I Jill, mean. Part of this, it seems like to me, James and Nate, is that Zero Day has been able to partner, as you mentioned, James, with a lot of other nonprofits and organizations to help accomplish the goal. And and Nate, do you see that in the uh, counseling and therapy that you do? And, and I may, maybe just is that inbred into the DNA of Zero Day? Is that partnering aspect? Yeah, the uh, the partnering aspect. The the way that we approach things is we look at the the veteran and we take that a look at their current reality where where are you right now um and then like james was saying sometimes when we look at the the personalized vision where do they want to go we need to make it help them see a little bit more realistically but we meet the veteran where they are currently uh where they currently are in their life in in their family in their job and then we help them build that bridge and for some it's making that connection with a with a therapist for some it's uh, a parenting class for for others it might be let's rework your resume or what are the other job opportunities to move from a job to a career but it's a it's a focus on the individual person and the individual family and then finding the resources that help help build that puzzle and put that puzzle together well it's obviously been a successful uh, program or set of programs and continues to expand if Folks are interested in knowing more about Zero Day. Where where would you direct them? 
Yeah, um, I would direct them to our website. Um, it's zero-day.us. Um, if you get on there, you'll get a, a pretty good idea of the, the wide range and variety of things that we do. Um, you can also contact Zero Day through that website. That's probably the, the best and easiest way to do that. And again, if folks are out there and they say, hey, I'd like to contribute and, and help support maybe some of the programs that James is doing or some of the work that uh, Nate is doing, I assume that they could also uh, donate uh, resources. Uh, maybe it's an opportunity for a fishing or a, a camping trip or something by, by going through the website. Is that, is that right, James? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They can, uh, they can reach out via email or phone from the website and uh reach most of us and uh yeah is, awesome. is there are there uh, as we close out here are there any uh any of your partners or donors that you want to give a shout out to because they've really supported these projects for you we always like to give them a little air time yeah the the path foundation has been a big supporter of ours um they do some great stuff in the outdoors and they they like what we're doing with our with our veteran population and it, it seemed to be a seamless fit. Um, they've always been a, a good partner for us. Well, as I say, you can't do this kind of work without uh, good partnerships and, and good uh, people supporting you. Um, Nate Cropsey, James Dentler, we're glad you took a little time today to talk to Veterans Radio and, and explain what Zero Day is involved in and why it's so successful. Uh, we wish you both uh, the best of luck out on the hunt. And uh, thanks for your time today. Yep, thank you. Yeah, appreciate your time. Thanks. And I want to thank everybody for listening to Veterans Radio today. I am Jim Fawson. It's been a pleasure to be your host. I'm a veterans disability lawyer at Legal Help for Veterans, and you can reach us at 800-693-4800 or legalhelpforveterans.com on the web. You can follow Veterans Radio on Facebook and listen to its podcasts and internet radio shows by visiting us at veteransradio.org. That's veteransradio.org. And until next time, you are dismissed. If you have a VA claim denied by the Board of Veterans' Appeals, contact Legal Help for Veterans at 1-800-693-4800. They're experts in handling cases before the U.S. Court of Appeals for Veterans' Claims. Their number again, 1-800-693-4800. We again want to thank our national sponsors, the National Veterans Business Development Council, NVBDC.org, VA Ann Arbor Health Care System, the Vietnam Veterans of America, Charles S. Kettles Chapter, Ann Arbor, Michigan, VFW Graf O'Hara Post 423 in Ann Arbor, and the American Legion Press Corn Post 46, also in Ann Arbor. We appreciate all your support. You can go to veteransradio.net, click on the sponsor level, and continue to support keeping Veterans Radio on the air. And until next time, you are dismissed. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.